Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. But first, we must go to the North Elmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline and bring in Mary Kay Cabot of Cleveland.com. She is the beat reporter, of course. Mary Kay, how you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm doing well, well, well. Uh, <laughs> so Cleveland Browns draft. Um, first of all, just on face value, were you surprised that the Browns traded down at 44? You know what? Yes, I was. But after I saw it happen, I, I kind of got an idea into what went down and why that happened. Now we haven't, uh, you know, we haven't heard this from anyone officially yet, and probably never will. But I think what happened is. I think they had their eye on two really good cornerbacks in this draft and had mm. them very highly rated. And I'm talking about Kyler Gordon and Andrew Booth. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, in, in my mind, it seems that when the Vikings, now led by Quasi Adolfo Mensa, who worked here uh, in Cleveland under Andrew Barry, when they climbed up and traded into the 42 spot with the Colts and took Andrew Booth, I think that's when the Browns may have made the decision uh, to trade back. Now, maybe they would have done it anyways. Maybe they didn't have Booth rated highly enough to take there at number 44 for the value they were going to get. But it just seemed to me like there was a link between those two cornerbacks going off the board and the Browns making that trade down. So that, that kind of makes sense. So you, I mean, so you telling me he was out here poaching. He poached one of our picks. He got our corner. you know what Uh, it's a business and uh, you know i i know that the browns did up uh, plenty of work on kyler gordon and andrew booth i know they liked them i mean you do a lot of uh, due diligence yourself before the draft and you kind of have a pretty good idea of uh, who they have their eye on and who they like and uh, what are some things that might happen uh, before it all starts to unfold and i do think that they um, you know, that they liked those guys. And I, I wrote that in my, my trade story. So, you know, I, I'm sure that, like I said, no one's ever going to say, oh, yeah, that's, that's how that went down. But I just feel like there, there might have been something to that. Yeah, I'm now, now that you, when, when, you, when you mentioned that, I'm looking at it. Because to me, uh, I looked at it and it was like, Tra- trade down, okay. I, especially at that position, you know, the Browns love value. And I thought there was some guys that they're there that they could have got some value with. Um, were you surprised um, that the pick was not a, a pick where we all thought they needed, needed a little bit of help defensive tackle 
and wide receiver with that uh, the third pick instead of they went with uh, Martin Emerson? Again, not surprised. Knew they were looking at cornerbacks. Knew they had a bunch rated very highly. And if you look at this team, uh, you know, you, you realize that they do value those defensive backs. They love defensive backs on this team. Also, remember, when your general manager was a defensive back, there's one thing I've figured out in uh, a long time ago in, uh, in football. If you ever talk to an offensive lineman, they once an offensive lineman, you're always an offensive lineman. Once a defensive back, you, you are always going to have a special place in your heart for defensive backs. Uh, but in today's game, you need a lot of good ones anyways. Uh, and these guys have told us that in no uncertain terms. Kevin Stefanski says it all the time. He says, you know, he got that from Mike Zimmer, who got that from Mike Parcells, and uh, you just can't have enough. And it's truer today than it was even, you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago. So not really surprised. Andrew has also told us he will not go according to what it seems like he needs at the time. That is the quickest way to stock your football team uh, with players that that aren't as good as they should be. Mm. So, uh, with that being said, uh, what do you what did you think about the the Alex Wright move? Uh, I, I thought that Alex Wright, okay, anywhere in the position of the third round where they were drafting, there's a lot of different guys. There, there's a, a few different individuals. Um, the the kid from USC was still available. Some people, I believe his name's Jackson. Some people really liked him. Um, were you okay with the pick at? Uh, at 78 overall with uh, Alex Wright out of UAB? Well, I, Drake Jackson was gone by that point. He was available uh, at 44. Yeah, so yes, they, yep. they, they, yeah, they passed on him and a number of, of quality players at 44 that I, I believe and I know they were interested in a number of guys uh, that they could have gotten at number 44. Uh, the Nick Bonitos, the Drake Jacksons, and some of those kind of guys. Uh, but again, what they opted for here uh, was the value of climbing back into the fourth round. And it might make more sense today uh, if they end up with a Cade York, you know, Mm -hmm. which they did not have a fourth round pick. And I don't know that you can wait until the, um, the fifth round to get a kicker of that caliber because somebody, somebody will take a chance. I mean, Evan McPherson last year sort of made it cool for a team to, to go up and grab a, a kicker with a draft pick and, you know, maybe even a, a little bit of a higher one than you might think. So I, I kind of think they had to do that if they, if they want to end up with Cade York. And if they do do that and they get an – I mean, they still have six pieces today. They've got six picks today. And they, they're going to add a lot of depth onto this football team today unless they package those picks and trade them. And I think people are going to feel a lot better about it when they start to break it down and look at it and think, okay, you know, they, they saw something in David Bell that they really feel they're going to get a good productive slot receiver there. Uh, if they get a good rotational edge out of Alex Wright, I mean, it all depends, of course, on how these guys turn out. And what they're banking on is their evaluating skills. We are, we're all, Some of us are looking at this and thinking, oh, uh, uh, you know, like nobody's jumping up and down right now or a lot of people don't seem to be. But you have to see what these guys look like when you get them out on the grass and when you get them into, in, into a game. And two years from now, we're going to have a much, much better idea of the wisdom of all of this. Um, when you look at David Bell, the, the, uh, 
at third third round pick. Um, he went 99 overall out of Purdue. Um, does that kind of we kind of compared him to where Jarvis Landry was coming out of LSU? Uh, do you think that kind of diminishes, uh, you know, the thought process that you would bring in a guy back like Jarvis Landry? Um, you, you got the younger receiver. He's kind of the same build. Um, he's a little faster. Actually ran faster than Jarvis Landry did uh, at coming out of LSU. Do you think this kind of – what does this mean for Jarvis Landry and, and some fans' hopes that this guy might come back and, and, you know, come back to the Browns? Well, you know, I've been saying that the longer it was going with Jarvis, the the less likely it would be that he would return. And I do think that, uh, you know, maybe having David Bell uh, sort of puts another little tiny nail in that coffin. I don't think it's completely dead, uh, but I, I do think that you have somebody there that can take on that third, you know, slot role for you. So I would uh, I would say it's probably less likely. But I, you know, I I would probably still be for going out and uh, and signing Jarvis Landry because I do think that another veteran receiver is a good idea. I mean, like a, a an older Pro Bowl veteran receiver mm-hmm. is a good idea in that room. Yeah, I, I mean, I just think I, I just foresee. You know, I, I don't know why it's, it's you know I go back and it's it's Cleveland Browns first. Play, first playoff game at, at cold uh, First Energy Stadium. And I'm looking around and I'm like, okay, David Bell is in the game or Anthony Schwartz. I'm like, I'd feel much better if it was Jarvis Landry on a third down and we needed to move to six in the fourth quarter or or some veteran of of or of that ilk, a, a Will Fuller or something like that. Um, but I, I guess if you're looking at it from dime to dime, dollar to dollar, it you know you could probably get what you're gonna get out of Jarvis that you're going to get with a younger guy. Um, and speaking of money, uh, and we'll go to this really quickly, uh, Carolina Panthers were linked to Baker Mayfield uh, for a while, and we've been hearing those those rumors about going back and forth. They draft Mackerel out of Ole Miss. Um, that kind of eliminates them from the t- from the, you know the talks. And where where do you see an off ramp for Baker? Because right now. You know, at one point in time, it looked like the Browns were going to be able to get a, a whole pick for him. Now it seems like they may have to eat maybe twelve, maybe fourteen million of the salary and wait to the summer or even closer to the season to get him off the, the roster. And how does that affect their ability to sign other people with eighteen million dollars being kind of around their neck as an albatross, so to speak? You know, I think they, they can do what they want to do from a signing guy standpoint. You've seen this offseason that they are structuring contracts in such a way that they're getting really low bases. So with voidable years and different things that they can do, if they want to go out and sign a Jadavian or sign a Jarvis, those would be the probably the two bigger names unless they go for a Jerry Hughes over a Jadavian. Uh, but if you um, if they need to sign one of these guys, they can figure out a way to do it. They can absorb that 18 $0.86 million for as long as they need to. And as a matter of principle, I really don't think they want to cut him. I, I, I don't think that that's what they want to do. I think that um, ideally they would rather keep him around as quality depth and then see what happens. If somebody, I mean, things happen. We, we see fluky injuries that happen uh, in non-contact situations in the off season with quarterbacks. So, 
I mean, it would behoove them probably if they can't make a good deal this weekend to just hang on to him for a while. Nothing needs to happen really until training camp. I mean, he would probably come to the mandatory mini camp because he doesn't want to lose out on his, any of his salary and risk anything. Um, but, you know, really until the end of July, it doesn't really, um, it doesn't really make too much difference, you know, whether or not he's around because nobody's really around. Um, Mary Kay, what do you think uh, about uh, the possibility of Clowney? I, you know, to me, it, it's always been more of a, a pressing thing to get Clowney back than Jarvis. Um, I, I believe looking at the way, you know, everything is trying to, you know, kind of moving and shaping, I, I think it's imperative that they get uh, Jadavian Clowney back. I think Miles Garrett is lobbying for him. Um, you know, uh, Jadavian Clowney is a guy who usually operates on his own timetables. He he probably don't want to come to the uh, off-season workout program. Um, but I, I think given what this roster is and where this roster wants to go, I, I think Jadavian Clowney is a guy that they need to have in the building. Well, I would do it. I would do it for sure, um, especially because now you're like you're talking about a younger guy over there. Uh, in Alex Wright, and you've got Chase Winovich, too, and you've got some depth over there that you've signed. Uh, but, you know, if you really want a tried-and-true guy that uh, that is basically uh, an elite player at that position, uh, that's Jadavian Clowney. And I still think he's got plenty left in the tank. Uh, you know, he, does, he has had a long injury history, but he stayed reasonably healthy last year. They managed that pretty well. He gets along good with Miles. Miles wants him back. I would go ahead and do it. Uh, and, and last question uh, here uh, really quickly before we let you go. Thing, and we really do appreciate you kind of stopping by, uh, especially with all the draft stuff going on. Um, and I, well, I'm going to get to this later on the show. We, we saw, um, you know, this situation with Trevor Bauer, um, and he got suspended for two years. Now, obviously, um, obviously that's a little bit, uh, you know, different uh, situation than what Deshaun Watson is going through. However, um, the length of his suspension, and we're talking two years uh, in his suspension, and Major League Baseball did the investigation, and uh, the NFL is doing the investigation because there was a grand jury who failed to bring any charges against Bauer as well. Are the Browns, in, in any way shape, or, way, shape, or form, worried about that? Well, I think everyone's concerned about uh, what the league might do and the investigation is ongoing and nobody knows where that's going to go yet because, uh, you know, it's not like Jimmy Haslam can sidle up to Roger Goodell at the owners' meetings and say, hey, what are you thinking? I mean, he's not the one who is uh, meeting out the punishment. So uh, that's uh, former U.S. District Judge Sue L. Robinson who's doing that. Uh, And the investigation is still ongoing. They haven't even talked to all of the accusers, and they haven't talked to Deshaun Watson yet. So there's still a ways to go on this, and it's complicated. It's complicated um, from the civil standpoint. It's complicated from a league standpoint, and um, and this is a story that's going to drag on for a while. Mary Kay, thank you so much for uh, stopping by with us. We'll definitely check back in with you later on. Uh, interested in, in seeing all of your stories and pieces uh, following the draft. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.